to listen to the Left Traffic Podcast. What is up, Lap Traffic Nation? Welcome to episode 245 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. I am your host, the Professor Brandon Crowd. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Well, you know, there, there's no new numbers to add in terms of are we 11 for 16, whatever the case may be, because it was the all-star race. So uh, there's that, and, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, but first, guys, make sure you get over to angrybrew.com. Use 10, or <laughs> you can get 10% off when you use code LAPPED, L-A-P-P-E-D, at checkout. Roast the competition. Be the first to the finish line with Five Lakes, Angry brew angry brew is a massively caffeinated amazing tasting high octane power pack fuel that you need to finish the day strong and every day uh, when you need a power up reach for angry brew coffee with a punch uh, go support an awesome michigan-based company uh, i am so excited uh, that those guys have partnered up the lap traffic podcast been doing a ton of giveaways i'm gonna have another one here in the next day or so which is exciting uh, so go uh Make sure you're, you're following along and uh, win some Angry Brew swag, some Spencer Boyd swag, some Lab Traffic swag, all that good stuff. Uh, and like I said, go use code LAPPED, L-A-P-P-E-D, at checkout, get 10% off your order. Uh, okay, there's that. Man, so much to do tonight. Uh, all right, uh, if you guys listened last week, you heard that uh, Lindsay and I rescued a 10-month-old golden retriever named Brady to go with our 10-year-old golden retriever, Harvick. Uh, everyone is adapting really well, which is awesome. Uh, the weekend was low-key, able to get everybody uh, comfortable and, and, and into a uh, repetition, if you will, with uh, a new dog added to the mix. Uh, like I said, Friday was pretty chill. Uh, Saturday, uh, we had a friend pass away about a month and a half or so ago, and, and Saturday was a little get-together with some friends and family, which was awesome. Sunday, hung outside, did stuff around the house, smoked a whole turkey. Uh, you know, sometimes you just want Thanksgiving dinner in the summer, so so there was that. Um, uh, SRX, did you guys check that out? Uh, I, I That was really the most racing I watched all weekend, and, and I'll get to that in a minute, if I'm being honest with you, uh, was the SRX event, uh, which was pretty sweet. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was great to finally see that uh, come to fruition and excited to maybe put that into the mix a little bit uh, throughout the uh, rest of the summer here. Um Let's see. Hope you guys enjoyed last week's show with Carson Hosevar. If you uh, haven't checked that out, go check that out. Did you guys tune in to 92.9 The Ticket on the live stream and uh, catch me this past Friday? Because that was a lot of fun. Um, and all right. So here's uh, the, the the rundown of, of where things are at. A couple things got thrown into the mix here uh, late last night and, and kind of put things into a little bit of a shift. So uh, tonight's show might be a little shorter uh and there might be some key elements missing from the show i.e uh a lot of race discussion uh if you have been paying attention on twitter you've noticed that this thursday is going to be a bonus show uh, a jayski bonus show with dustin albino from jayski.com so a lot of the racing talk uh i am going to save to get uh, Dustin's perspective uh, and all that, as well as a lot of your perspective. I put a couple questions out last night, got some great responses. So some of the usual Tuesday talk, I am going to save for Dustin uh, on the Thursday show 
uh, you know, all star, you know, get, get some different perspectives and takes on all of that. Uh, that said, uh, I am so excited to announce that the Lap Traffic Podcast is joining the E-Racer series. Landon Castle, Parker Kligerman, uh, they've got another iRacing event uh, that's kicking off tonight. It's the Blue Emu Firecracker 400 event, three-week event. Now, if you guys remember, uh, I did this for the Carnomaly 500 back in February. Did three separate bonus shows, uh, which was awesome. And because I do the J-Ski bonus shows now, I just felt like that was too much content. So uh, I'm going to work in some things into the Tuesday show over the next couple weeks. Starting tonight, Landon Castle is going to be on uh, later in the show to uh, plug and talk about the event, talk about what he's got going on in the Xfinity series and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's not going to take over the whole show, but hey, maybe drop in a sponsor thing, which is cool. I know you guys love that, uh, as well as maybe a couple special drivers, uh, you know. Now, who knows? Maybe we can get, uh, you know, I know um, Garrett Smithley's running. Uh, I know Justin Allgaier ran last time. Maybe we can get one of those two. So uh, not as, as you know, much coverage in terms of the, uh, I think the first night during Carnomaly, I had about 30 different guys for about five or 10 minutes just to get on, talk about their iRacing and stuff. Uh, so going to do it a little different this time, but uh, very excited to do that. Uh, as well as, I'm really pumped, Michael Lewis, the communications manager for Nashville Super Speedway, is going to be on to plug this week's uh, racing event down there in Nashville, which is so cool. Uh, so... The show format tonight's going to be a little different, uh, as well as I, I've got sad news that uh, sad for some maybe, but we'll uh, hopefully I, I've got maybe some good news that that's going to follow that up, and that is uh, I, I know it's a little sudden, but I think uh, it's it's time uh, as far as the Tuesday night show. I am officially retiring the wave around hotline. Yes, there we've powered it down. Uh, the Waver on Hotline will make some random appearances, special occasions, uh, maybe listener call-ins or something like that. But so I'll tell you why real quick, and then I'll get into things here. Uh, after, as I, I think I mentioned, um, the last week, Pocono did this thing on Twitter, Twitter Spaces. Uh, I even hopped on and, and talked to them a little bit, plugged the giveaway and the ticket winner and all that good stuff. Um, and that's an awesome feature that Twitter has. Uh, and that will, I think, create an opportunity for some live, so, uh, so to speak, call-ins to where, hey, you want to hear me doing the show live, uh, I can go live on Twitter Spaces. And if we interact and I know who you are, and hey, maybe I'll go out to you almost like a live you know, sports radio call-in show. Hey, I'm going to go over to and hey, at so and so, what did you think of X and and get your take for, you know, two minutes and maybe come back, give some commentary and, and maybe get a few more of those things. So something different to kind of maybe freshen up the show a little bit. So to everybody that's been regulars on the Wave Around Hotline, uh, Andrew Kansian, Matt Camper, uh, Kathleen McDonald, John Warrington, uh, I know we've had a couple of new ones over the last couple weeks thank you guys so much for for always doing that i mean the lucky dog segment is going nowhere that's one of the most popular things and and that gets so much attention uh but the wave around hotline aspect of 
the Lucky Dogs, uh, like I said, is is officially retired from a weekly basis perspective there. But like I said, that's going to open the door for some new opportunities down the road. Uh, and and I will tell you my early prelim thought. Uh, five weeks from now, episode 250, uh, hitting that uh, a, a decent milestone number there. And, and it wouldn't be episode 245 tonight or 250 a few weeks from now, if not for you guys. And, hey, I think that might be a great time to do a, a listener call-in show, talk to you guys, and have some fun at that point in time and do it through Twitter spaces. I'm going to test it out beforehand, you know, and, and I'll let you guys know when. I might hop on there for a half hour just to uh, chat with you guys and, and make sure everything is working the way I need it to for a show and, and go from there. So, all right. Uh, I think I've gone on long enough. So, like I said, Landon Castle later tonight. Nashville Super Speedway is going to be up in just a minute. Dustin Albino bonus show with Jay Ski this Thursday. Uh, so, lots going on, and I'm pumped. Uh, so, let's uh, keep things going without further ado. Let's talk to Nashville, baby. All right, Lap Traffic Nation joining me on the line, making his first appearance on the Lap Traffic Podcast. He is the communications manager with Dover Motorsports for the Monster Mile and Nashville Super Speedway, which will be hosting all three series this weekend as NASCAR makes their debut in Nashville. Welcome to the Lap Traffic Podcast. Michael Lewis, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, Brandon. Thanks for having us. We're uh, we're real excited about the upcoming uh, Father's Day weekend races and can't wait to get started. Absolutely. You know, it's, uh, being a Michigan guy like Michigan, MIS, used to hold Father's Day weekend, but I am so excited that a new track is getting that iconic weekend in NASCAR. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm really excited for you guys. Yeah, we, of course, everyone knows that's listening to this that NAS, NASCAR shook up the schedule this year. And, uh, of course, Nashville Super Speedway is one of the, the new tracks on the Cup Series schedule. And, obviously, uh, we're, we're excited about that. We have the Ally 400 uh, NASCAR Cup Series race on Sunday, June 20th, Father's Day, as we mentioned. It's uh, sold out. So that'll be the first uh, sellout of a, of a full-capacity venue uh, since the pandemic. So, obviously, we're excited about that, about 40,000. Uh, passionate NASCAR fans will be on hand for that. And then uh, Friday night under the lights, we have the Rackley Roofing 200 NASCAR Camping World Truck Series race. And Saturday afternoon, we have the Tennessee Lottery 250 NASCAR Xfinity Series race. Uh, and tickets are still available for both of those races. So if anyone's interested or going to be in Middle Tennessee over the weekend, NashvilleSuperSpeedway.com will have all your ticket information. That's awesome, man. So can you talk a little bit about the the partnerships for, for these three races, how they came to be a little bit you know what what made things make sense for for you know rackley roofing tennessee lottery and ally 400 um well uh the partnership side is more of a sales portion but i can tell you what i'm what i know about them rackley uh roofing of course rackley war racing has a couple of trucks in the uh in the truck series and they're a local tennessee uh firm so that was kind of a natural fit for this year rackley roofing 200 and uh, they're actually in one of their trucks uh, on friday will feature uh, william byron uh, making his uh, tr uh truck series race for the first time i think since 2016 so that'll be exciting uh for the fans that come out there Tennessee Lottery 250. I mean, we're in Tennessee, so that basically <laughs> says it all. They uh, they have a uh, uh, they have a great presence, obviously here in the in Tennessee, and uh, obviously they they uh, 
their pot their products are popular so tennessee lottery 250 kind of is kind of a natural fit and of course the ally uh, 400 ally is a uh, uh major sponsor at, at uh, dover international speedway there's an ally 48 chevrolet in the monster monuments hand and they also sponsor a couple other uh uh sweet options there at uh at dover and uh ally for ally this is it's it really uh great for them it's their first loan uh first uh you know entitlement sponsor for a nascar cup series race and uh, they've really their their goal is to be what they call an ally in the community and they really have have uh, stepped up with their uh, uh charitable efforts especially after the uh, christmas day bombing in nashville uh they gave uh, sizable donations to two major uh two major uh tennessee uh, uh nonprofits, the urban league of middle tennessee and the box 55 foundation which is a uh, group that helps first responders on the scene with uh, refreshments and drinks and just make sure they're comforted when they uh, when these uh, these everyday heroes of ours go into these uh, dangerous situations box 55 is there to uh, to just to provide comfort for those for those men and women so and those are two organizations that ally has uh, donated to uh, this year so they're they're excited to be a part of NASCAR of course they're the main sponsor for for Alex Bowman's number 48 Chevrolet that that car reached uh, victory lane again in Dover uh, about a month ago and so we're obviously excited to have all of our uh entitlement series partners there with us that's so cool that's that's a great story right there that's that's incredible um you know so you know i've, I've worked pretty close with mis in the past they're my home track you know I've, I've done a lot of stuff you know brad k who was there for years uh you know and i know like come the week leading up to race weekend everyone's losing their mind running around the office with the like chickens with their heads cut off you know this isn't it isn't totally new for you guys just because you guys are so familiar with you putting on great events at dover but uh, talk a little bit about what it's been like getting a brand new track ready to host all three series you know what what's uh what, what's everybody been doing you know how, how has that all come to fruition for you guys Sure. Uh, well, we first found out that uh, NASCAR, the Cup Series, was and the NASCAR races in general were going to come back to Nashville Super Speedway about this time last year. Was, I think it was the first week of June of 2020 that we first got wind that, hey, NASCAR is coming back to this track and we have to we have to get it ready. Uh, the track originally was built in the late 90s with the anticipation that it would be hosting uh, Cup Series races. So uh, just the schedule was never aligned during that window, but we did host uh, uh, more than 20 Xfinity Series races and more than a dozen Truck Series races uh, from the from the early 2000s to about 2011 and we have i mean some of the veterans of the sport have nashville super speedway wins under their belt kyle bush brad keselowski kevin harvick joey logano austin dillon they've all reached victory lane in nashville so it's exciting for them to be able to come back to this uh area to, to race the cup series cars uh as far as our team goes we've been making members of our team uh, that are based in dover have been making periodic trips to to uh, nashville ever since uh, the midwinter uh sometimes staying for weeks at a time just getting things ready uh and i believe about 17 or 18 people from dover that are based in dover full-time will be at the track uh, this weekend uh including including myself uh just uh, making sure that you know everything goes as smoothly as possible uh the track itself never didn't really need a lot of uh 
work done to it. Like a con- like all concrete tracks, you have to patch a patch some things here or there. But on the on overall, the track and the facility itself, the bones were were really good. Uh, we've just done a lot of uh, you know outside maintenance, getting the campgrounds you know back leveled and and um, repurposed and updating our suite complex, the infield care center, things of that nature. Uh, and of course, all of this has been done under the. Uh, the cloud of the pandemic where the rules of you know are, are seemingly ever changing you know and luckily things seem to be things are lifting at the right time for us we were always like i mentioned the sellout before we were always selling to capacity until we heard something different sure so fortunately we got the okay to to hold a hold a uh, you know a full to fill our grandstands we got the okay for that and right after we got the okay with that we announced our sellout because we that's what we had been planning all from the beginning so uh, that worked out for us we're able to you know open up the infield a little bit more to uh you know art to our rv groups and 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 special guests and things of that nature so uh it's good the timing has been good as far as uh getting uh getting fans more access and getting our you know campers uh in line and things of that nature and we're again, we're a Dover team is uh, is excited and getting ready to help out the uh, the on the ground Nashville team there for this weekend. That's incredible. All right, so you mentioned forty thousand fans going to be there this weekend. Uh, what can fans expect to see around the track? What kind of activities? Uh, music? What, what what's what are you guys going to have for the fans when they get there this weekend? The main uh, the main event is going to be Sunday between the uh, qualifying session and the uh, green flag for the Ally Four Hundred. Uh, Chris Jansen. Uh, country music uh, star is going to perform an on-track concert. So if you're in if you're in town in Nashville or in the campgrounds, uh, get into the get into the stands quickly. After if you're not already there for the qualifying session, and you can enjoy enjoy a Chris Jansen pre-race concert. Uh, that's that's going to be our main event. We also have uh, there's going to be a uh, a fan zone as as usual that do, that people come to expect from Dover. The same uh, fan zone is going to be out there. We're going to have uh, some various activities and and booths set up for the fans. Uh, you'll see a bunch of uh, partners of uh, food and drink partners of our sampling their wares out there. So as, as much as, as much as possible, you know, some of these things take, uh, you know, months to plan and we didn't have months to, you know, that we knew that we would be allowed to have some of these items. So it's not going to be, if it's not going to be a 100% uh, full effect uh, weekend that you would see in the coming years from Nashville, but we're as much as we can, we're going to have as, as much out there that we uh, can offer the fans. Well, you know, I, I've got to think, you know, this, the new track, the, the, the new atmosphere, all the people just being able to see people uh, that that's going to be pretty exciting. And, and, and that'll help carry through a lot, I think, which is awesome. I- I would think that we got a little bit of a taste of that in Dover. We were allowed uh, approximately 20,000 people or about, you know, 33% of our capacity there in Dover. And, and all through the campgrounds, we saw signs like, thanks for having us back at the track, you know. So people in general are very enthusiastic about it. We had a perfect weather weekend in Dover. We're hoping for the same thing in Nashville. That always goes a long way toward people's attitudes being great. And uh, we just hope everyone, uh, you know, I hope hope people understand that, you know, this is a new uh uh, it, it's not a new venue, but it's a new experience here at this venue with a lot of new pieces in place. So if we do, uh, if we do stumble a bit, which I'm not anticipating, but just at, we just ask for everyone's patience and, uh, we will do the best we can to accommodate, uh, everything and anything that comes about that's awesome uh all right we got to talk camping and tailgating real quick because that goes hand in hand with nascar you mentioned it a little bit uh you know what what type of camping facilities does nashville have for everybody 
Um, it's all RV camping. Uh, there is a specific tailgate zone, which has been for sale for several months where people can buy a spot to have uh, either one day or all three days. And that's our more dedicated hardcore tailgate zone. Uh, but our campers, our camping areas open up on uh, Wednesdays for people to, fi- to to come in. And we also have some uh, exclusive uh, pit road vistas. So, so we do have some infield uh, camping options as well. And I can tell you that the uh, most expensive options uh, were snapped up the quickest. So that's kind of how this thing goes. If you're, It's unusual to, to say that, but uh, we have, you know, waiting lists now for, for people to try to get these prime time spots in the uh, near, near pit road. So uh, again, NashvilleSuperSpeedway.com has all the information for camping. There's still spots available. If if somebody's making some last minute plans, uh, please visit there with all your, and hopefully all your uh, answers are right there. That's awesome. All right, now I know in the lap traffic fantasy league, popular picks this week are going to be John Hunter, Austin Sendrick, and Kyle Larson. But uh, <laughs> something tells me that you you might be secretly pulling for Alex Bowman to get that 48 in the victory lane. That it certainly it certainly would would please our, our our entitlement sponsor and of course anytime they're happy the track is happy so uh, but hey I don't know how you can go wrong with any Hendrick driver now <laughs> right. so, so hot just just pick just just roll the dice pick all four of them and and take your chances I don't I don't think that's that could be a, a bad bet as all at all. And of course, the other two you mentioned, uh, John Hunter, Nina Check, and Austin Sendrick, they just continued to have great years. John Hunter, uh, especially. I mean, he took a, you know, he was up in the Cup Series and he basically said, hey, I want to win races. And hey, he's winning races. He's winning so, races. Uh, you so got that's, it. That's, uh, that's great for him. And now we're, and like, we're looking forward to seeing uh, all three series uh, under, under one roof, so to speak, in Nashville coming up. Uh, I am excited. I, I really am. I'm bummed I can't be there. I will, that's, it's on the list uh, to at least try. I was going to try this year but just uh cards didn't fall into place but i i will get there that is for sure uh hey, man, tell everybody uh where they can keep up with nashville on uh on social media and and to to see all the fun stuff going around the track this weekend Sure. NashvilleSuperSpeedway.com is the website. Nashville Super S is Twitter. And Nashville Super Speedway has its own Facebook account as well. We have some virtual uh, driver Q&As coming up, on, coming up there later this week. Uh, check it out. We have a Know Before You Go page. It's prominently on the website. Just click on that and all your answers should be right there. And again, we just, we're looking forward to a great weekend here in Nashville and we, we can't wait to see everybody. I love it. Alright, Lap Traffic Nation. Huge thanks to Michael Lewis with Nashville Super Speedway and Dover for calling in. Man, best of luck to you guys this weekend uh i hope you guys have a great successful weekend can't wait to get down there myself try to stay sane and uh enjoy the weekend man thanks brandon we appreciate it yeah take care thank you guys how cool was that nashville super speedway on the lap traffic podcast i tell you you guys know i love talking to the tracks uh i like i said i've said it a hundred times i just i don't think they get enough um you know from a from a plug perspective you know maybe they do local radio which is great but you know what about the the fans that want to hear a reason why they should come you know and i'm sure they do some stuff on Sirius and stuff like that but i think podcasting is a great avenue for the tracks uh and and that's my my opinion anyways um all right 
So now's the time where I'd normally do some race coverage and stuff like that. Uh, and like I said, at the start of the show, I am going to save that for Thursday's bonus show with Dustin. Here's what I can tell you is coming up on Thursday. Uh, from the truck's perspective, we're going to talk about John Hunter Nemechek and how he's just kicking ass. Uh, we're going to talk Johnny Sauter. And we're going to talk about maybe some sleepers that are going to come up over the next couple races at Nashville, Knoxville, Pocono. And the truck's going to walk in. Glenn. Uh, so it, there's some wild cards there. So we're going to be talking about that uh, from the Xfinity side of things. You know, we're going to talk about Kyle Busch picking up win number 99 in the Xfinity series. We're going to talk about uh, AJ Allmendinger. Uh, we've got Josh Berry topics to talk about, Ty Gibbs, all that good stuff. And then over on the Cubs side, the All Star race. You know, Kyle Larson just on a roll. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk a little SHR and just some overall wrap-up on the All-Star event. And then I asked you guys a bunch of questions uh, last night on Twitter. You can still feel free to, to send some responses. I'll try to work them in. You know, let's have some fun. We're midway through in, in just about all three series. You know, uh, who's your final four right now? Let's have some fun with that. Uh, and, and, and we'll uh, read some, some of the responses for all three series. We'll give our takes, as well as a little interesting topic. Does Kyle Busch get to 300 total wins? Uh, we've got that in the mix for you as well on Thursday. So you're not going to want to miss Thursday's Jayski Bonus Show with Dustin Albino. Uh, all right, let's keep things moving right along. Uh, let's get to a little lap traffic social media, and then we're going to get Landon Castle on the line. Everybody, make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Facebook, The Lap Traffic Podcast, YouTube, The Lap Traffic Podcast, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Lap Traffic PC. If you've made it this far into the show, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, tell your friends they can check out the show on iTunes, Podbean. Hell, you can even tell Alexa to play The Lap Traffic NASCAR Podcast, and she will. Uh, a huge thanks to all of you for retweeting all of the giveaways as of late. Uh, it's been awesome. Been giving away a lot of great stuff with uh, Angry Brew, Pocono. Uh, it, it's been incredible. Uh, and speaking of that, Friday night gave away a pair of tickets to Pocono uh, for the Saturday event. Uh, and that was uh, Camp Drinking More at NASCAR Chasers 19. And I'm actually going to try to get them on the show for a few minutes after Pocono weekend. Talk to them for uh, a few minutes and all that good stuff as well. And of course, we've got some new followers. Uh, Mr. Colts Pacers at Jeff Wolf 206 from New Journey. New Journey. <laughs> New Jersey, a Blaney and Briscoe fan. Welcome to the show. Uh, Zach at Zach Stir, freelance NASCAR contributor to NASCAR.com, Front Stretch, and Pocono. Uh, William at Will Griffin underscore 924, NASCAR fan from Pennsylvania. Uh, and Mr. at uh, Earnhardt 2 Elliott, NASCAR fan from the Poconos. I bet you're going uh, in a couple weeks. Hope you have a great time. Don't forget to go to angrybrew.com. Use code LAPT. Get 10% off your order. Make sure you following angry brew on all their social media accounts as well as lap traffic so that you can win some awesome angry brew lap traffic swag don't forget you can go to the website and uh check out the store get t-shirts hoodies mugs and of course i've got free stickers and koozies for you all you have to do is fill out the contact page on the website and i will get those out to you for free okay 
keeping things going strong here. As I mentioned at the start of the show, the Lap Traffic Podcast is back as the official podcast of the Blue Emu Firecracker 400, which is part of the E-Racer series with Landon Castle and Parker Kligerman, which I am so excited about. So uh, let's get Mr. Landon Castle back on the line and uh, hear about this awesome three-week event that's kicking off tonight, which you can go watch live on Twitch at E-Racer. Uh, it's so much fun, and Landon's going to talk all about that here. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, joining me on the line, making his seventh appearance on the Lap Traffic Podcast. He's the driver of the number four with JD Motorsports. He's the co-founder of the E-Racer series with Parker Kligerman, and he is back to kick off tonight's incredible Blue Emu Firecracker 400 three-week event. It's Landon Castle. Landon, what's up, man? Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. I, I I feel like we just finished the Carnomaly 500, but we're and we're back already for the Firecracker. That's oh man, it's it's awesome. And I got to tell you guys, thank you so much for for thinking of me uh, and and inviting me back to uh, kind of be the the podcast audio for outlet for for the event and for you guys. I'm, I'm humbled by that, uh, and I'm excited to uh, to give you guys some content over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we really appreciate you. you. Did a wonderful job, and you know we're just looking for more more uh, outlets to to get information out about the event and and how things are going that's awesome well i'm 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 ecstatic i'm i'm ready to roll uh before we get into all that let's talk just for a quick minute uh you know ab- about your uh season so far in the xfinity series a uh, little rough start up front but uh you guys have, have picked off a couple top 15s here as of late uh are, are you getting into a groove and a rhythm there yeah, I think so. I mean, we, we really, you know, we had that wreck in Daytona and, and that was a bummer because we were really in position for a top five or maybe even a win, but that seems to be the way that super speedway racing can go. But since then we've, we've been really consistent and I feel like, you know, just on speed, we're maybe a 20th place car, but we are just able to get these top 15s lately. And, uh, and that's been a really good thing. It's, it's been great to be able to steal those every once in a while. Um, the car's been clean for the last few weeks. So um, those are all really good things. So um, Nashville will be interesting. I haven't been to the track in a while. Um, there's some, you know, a lot of people uh, unknowns on the grip levels and, and what to expect out of it. But I'm looking forward to it. I feel like I'm just kind of in a groove. That's awesome. Well, you know, let me ask you this, and then we can get into to, to the E-Racer event. You know, it, it's called the Super Speedway. It, it's shorter than a mile and a half track. <laughs> how how are we going to see this thing actually? Do, or do, how do you think this thing's going to race? Is it going to race more like your our typical intermediate track, or are we going to see a little drafting? You know, what, what do you think this thing's going to shape up to be like? You know, I, at first it feels like an intermediate track, but once you get comfortable out there, it kind of drives like a short track. So, um, yeah, I expect it to be feel kind of like a Darlington type type place. Uh, it'll be, it'll be fun. It's, it'll definitely be interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, to me, it's, it's, it's like a Darlington. It's like a short track. Awesome. Uh, I'm excited. I'm ready to see a new track. I, I, I'm excited to see 40,000 fans in the stands. That's going to be awesome. First full house, uh, in quite some time in NASCAR. So that, that's going to be awesome. Um, all right, Matt. Well, let's, let's talk about why you are here. Uh, the Blue Emu Firecracker 400 three-week event kicks off tonight. Uh, but first, talk a little bit about 
the success of the Carnomaly 500 that, like you said at the start, you know, it, it's crazy to think that, I mean, that was back in February and here we are into June, uh, you know, th- it, it was appearing as though you guys were having record-breaking numbers from your last time you guys had done that. So, you know, talk a little bit about the success of the Carnomaly 500. Yeah, we we have been having record-breaking numbers at eRacer. And uh, from the competition standpoint to the social media engagement, uh, it's it's been absolutely um, incredible. And, and we're really proud of it. So the, the Carnomaly 500 did a great job. We had an extremely competitive race. Um, it, it was just a ton, a ton of fun to put on the whole event. Pretty exhausting. We had a new format that allows us to hold even more entries um, than before. And so we're using a similar format for the Blue Emu Firecracker 400. We have we were able to get uh, about 430 entries for this event. Um, over half the Coca-Cola iRacing field is, is entered in this event. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is in it. Kyle Busch is in it. Um, Garrett Smithley is back. Uh, Ed Carpenter, IndyCar driver, team owners, is, is making an attempt. So uh, it's definitely it's definitely a big one, and we're just we're just pumped. It's it's so hard to get through these events. You know, we're we're starting prelims. Um, you know, these drivers are are put into servers with fifty four drivers in them. They've got to get through their heat races and um and then a consolation race and then they've got to get top 11 in the in the 40 lap feature so it's just it's just really hard just to get to the next stage but we like that we like that it's frustrating for a lot of drivers but for those that get through it's it's quite rewarding you know i gotta tell you you know and when we did the carnomaly event you know and i'm sitting there watching this thing uh I, i love the fact that you know and even when i was talking to some of the 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 drivers in it like they had no idea they were going to get paired up and and had Kyle Busch in in their in their heat race and it was like you know who, what what random guy can just go say yeah I raced against Kyle Busch tonight. I mean that alone is worth the entry fee into the event I think just because hey you don't know who you're going to be able to say you raced against one night. Yeah, and you know we we really just try to find creative ways to to make it to make it fun for everybody whether it's the chance to race against a pro driver or, uh, you know, one thing that's kind of gone viral in the community this week has been drivers getting sponsors. Um, I think people are really starting to figure out how much attention is on these events and, and that you can get sponsored for them. Well, so the drivers have been on social media. They've been raising sponsorship dollars and, and they've been coming through. So there's a lot of deals out there. In fact, um, sports agent Andrew Stallings uh, made a big bet, and and he's sponsoring ten drivers. He he structured a an incentive structure so the the highest finisher out of those ten I think gets a thousand dollars. They're all going to get like one hundred and fifty bucks. And and then what he did is he he went to partners that he um, works with, and he's going to put those partners on the race car. So it's a really cool deal, and um, it's it's exciting to see the community engage around it. It it this these are the types of things that make the event big um it makes it fun 
and it makes people want to do it again in the future. That's really cool. I, I mean, I, I know that I, I was taken aback. I had no idea, you know, the, you know, hey, sure, maybe it takes some big bucks and, and some of you be, be more advanced, like, you know, maybe from the Coca-Cola series and all that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, they've got engineers, they got crew chiefs, they got a setup team working on their cars to get it as dialed in as possible because of how realistic track temp is, uh, outside air temp is, you know, air pressure makes a, a difference and, and it's hitting on that right setup which is that was one of the cool things to see for from my perspective as a new fan tuning in watching on twitch uh as well as you know you may think oh i'm just watching guy no it is a full-fledged broadcast with landon uh parker uh david Shieldhouse on commentary they've got a live chat on twitch that during the race you guys are bringing up comments you've got a a, a fantasy thing going on during each race it is it is so interactive it is definitely worth uh tuning into absolutely yeah eraser predictor will be back um you know the the booth will be back kim coon will be back on pit road for the firecracker 400 uh there's just a lot going on it's, it's a lot of fun that's awesome all right well let's do this let's uh run down uh so the field set it's kicking off tonight right the prelims are going tonight yes the the first four prelims run tonight and then we'll run four more prelims wednesday night june 16th that's tomorrow so um this each prelim has about 54 drivers in them uh it'll narrow that field through the heats and the cons it'll narrow that field down to a 38 car starting field where the top 11 will transfer out of that starting field and get to go to um pole day which is next week so we do that eight times um 11 drivers times eight that's 88 and then next week, we will qualify 88 drivers in round one qualifying. That's poll day. Um, they get one lap. They go one at a time. We broadcast it just like on television. It's single car qualifying, just like in real life. And we do it just like they did it in 1987. So it's by random draw. Um, qualifying starts kind of mid-morning. So the track does get slower if you've got a late draw. Um, and And there's a little bit of luck involved. And so the top 20 will get locked in after qualifying. And then on round two qualifying, anybody that didn't get locked in has the option to rerun. So you can stand on your time, you know, say you qualified 25th, you don't want to rerun, maybe potentially wreck. So you choose to stand on your time. Um, but if at 25th place time, all of a sudden turns into a 45th place time, then you just miss the, miss the show. Ooh, so that's, that's round two qualifying. Nice. And, and, and then you, you mentioned 1987, like you, we're running 1987 cars and the track is going to be uh, from 1987. Correct. The, the cars are from 1987. The track is I racing is the best they could do for us is they've got a, a version of Daytona. That's about 15 years old. So, um, the surface is old. The cars move around a lot on the surface. Uh, the races run during the daytime. So, you know, just like it was back in 1987, the car is is a, really a remake that's been had its personal touch from Dale Jr. Because this is a car that means a lot to him. He spent a lot of time updating it and, and working on it, um, sharing notes from from people within the industry, which we're going to sh we're going to show more about that on the broadcast on the firecracker 400 broadcast in a couple weeks. So um, we, we do as much as we can to replicate 
um, everything from 1987. That's awesome. Uh, let's see here. What else? Uh, I think we should also mention, uh, well, we've, we've already hit on the, the, the fact that there's going to be some pro guys out there. Uh, we, we've, uh, what other sponsors? Uh, there's, uh, I, I, I'm drawing a blank on the sponsor, but there was a, if you qualified on the poll and you started last and won the event, there was uh, a, an extra yeah. $15,000. What other extra fun things do we have going on so uh, outside of the event there? For Radius, uh, that's our good partners, Radius. They they are putting up $20,000. Um, it was 15000 at the Carnomaly. They're putting up $20,000 this time to the pole sitter of the firecracker 400 should that driver start at the back of the firecracker 400 and drive back up through the field and win the race they would get twenty thousand dollars that's awesome i love that uh lab traffic nation next week uh we'll have a couple of the uh the the winners on the show we'll we'll roll it into the tuesday show uh and maybe we'll get a sponsor or two from the uh event as well uh landon tell everybody where they can follow on social media and where they can watch the event tonight tomorrow uh and into next week Follow us on Twitter, eracer, E-R-A-C-R underscore G-G on Twitter. Um, we're eracer G-G on Twitch as well. You can follow me on Twitter, Landon Castle. You can follow Parker. Um, we're, on, we're on Instagram as well and Facebook. Uh, so we're pretty much everywhere. But the main broadcast is going to be on Twitch. If you're following us on Twitch, watching the live broadcast, you'll be able to chat. Um, talk to us during the broadcast and you'll be able to play the eraser predictor which is our um, fantasy game that we built for our twitch broadcast you can play it right there on the screen and win prizes and points over the course of the entire broadcast uh, over the entire event that's awesome all right well lap traffic nation there you have it landon castle landon hey man good luck this weekend at nashville uh have some fun out there and uh look forward to talking uh with you guys uh, over the next couple weeks Thanks a lot, Brandon. All right, man. We'll catch you later. See ya. All right, guys. I am so excited to put together some content for Landon and Parker. Great guys. Uh, like I said, it's it's so cool that they uh, they wanted to have me back, which which means a lot. It's it's awesome. Uh, let's uh, keep things rolling and let's get Mr. Brian Newdorf on the line. All right, Lap Traffic Nation joining me on the line. You can follow him on Twitter at NASCAR underscore WX, along with Aaron Studwell at Race Weather. Welcome back to the show, Mr. Brian Newdorf. Sir, good evening. How are you? Good. It's WXMAN, not nice just thing. NASCAR underscore WX. Oh, if you do that, yeah, I don't know I, who I you'll do, get. I do that every couple of weeks. I definitely do that. Just what the weather it's, man. It's only written down. You know, it's, <laughs> it's that reading piece that gets you every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Hooked on phonics. Right. <laughs> uh, well, Matt, what's, uh, what's new and exciting? Anything? Uh, I've been quiet and I don't mean to be, but I've been quiet. Life, <laughs> work. Yeah. Um, I, I, it, 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 life happens. Uh, bleep happens. I, I feel that. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Life is life and work have, and graduating kids and stuff like that. It's not horrible, but yeah, things have just, things have just got kind of, uh, have been there. Uh, it's not a bad thing. It's just, uh, it's just, uh, so hopefully I'll be able to get active again. And I know we've got a you know, more racing and stuff like that. And it just, we're at this point of the season where now we're making the transition. We had the all-star race and I missed that. And, you know, now we're making our transition to a new TV broadcast, you know? So now it's, uh, we're going over to NBC. We get Dale, you know, we get Dale jr. Yes, we do. We get that. We get slide job, slide job. 
Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, well, and so yeah, we get new broadcast team. We got a new track coming up, Nashville. Uh, have Have you uh, n- not necessarily the track per se, but have you been to Nashville and uh, and and had a good time down there? It's 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 been a long time. It's been a very long time. In fact, I probably say I have a better memory of Memphis than I do of Nashville. Okay. Um. Oh, and that was because it was a NCAA tournament again. Also, they probably around the same year. Uh. But still, it was a, a great experience. But I. I was there and okay, I was telling you before we got on because you were double checking to make sure my story was worthy of the yeah. podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> You're not wrong. So I actually went a couple times. I think we stopped at we stopped well, we stopped at Nashville one time. It wasn't very long with a trip when I was in high school. I mean, that's many, many moons ago. Many years. And then my one memorable one was uh this was shortly, this was after my freshman year of college. So that would have put me aging myself, 97. Okay, back in those night, back in the 1900s, and uh, I was just a freshman in high school. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, that's all right. Aaron's that's all right. Aaron's older than both. Aaron's of us, got so. us both. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. So uh, sorry, I shouldn't do the old jokes. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we went down and, and again dating myself. So we went to a concert. No doubt. Okay, this was still yes. like they're fairly early on. You know, Gwen. For those of you who don't know, Gwen Stefani and her first band, the band right. that made Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Don't for those- speak. <laughs> Before, before, before the, before the voice and Blake Shelton, okay, you know, and a hollerback girl. All right. We're going old school. Um, So we went down and there was a concert at Nashville there and this seems appropriate. I mean, I had, I had already made the shift to become a meteorologist. So I had already made the shift. Uh, so I'm just kind of excited watching storms and weather on our way down. We knew storms were around and we get there and we get the, I, forget, I don't even remember who the opening group was, but we never got to really see them and it rained and it was thunderstorms, bad weather. So I'm with my stepsister, my sister, and my, uh, at the time, my uh, nephew, and it starts to get bad. And like, we're going to go to the car. I'm like, okay, they didn't say anything about leaving. Well, they left me. They left me at the venue. <laughs> They just left. So they just left. I'm like, okay, so now I'm trying to figure now I have no ride, no car, nothing. Pre-cell um, phone. I'm like, yeah, this is pre- yeah, this is before, believe it or not, this is back in the day when phones were attached to walls. Yeah. On the occasion wireless, <laughs> with, but they with, weren't with cell towers. With a quarter that you had to put into use. Yeah. And I didn't, like, I don't think I even had a quarter to call anybody or a phone number. So I'm looking around the parking lot. I went to where the car was supposed to be parked. Yeah, it wasn't there. So I'm looking around because it's raining and there's a storm that came through and I need to get back to Nashville. So I looked at people who look not that threatening and I said, hey, can I get a ride? Are you going to Nashville? So they gave me a ride. And the funny part to this day is it wasn't the people who left me that got in trouble. No, it was the guy who was left behind trying to find a ride because I hitched a ride. I hitchhiked a ride of some sort. I'm Like, like, how could you do such a thing? Yeah, you could have. What about the fart? What about the fart part? The fart. The part. I was actually going to drop the f bomb, but the, the, what about the part about the uh, what about the part where I don't know? I was in the position that I had to find a ride. Right. Let's focus on that part, <laughs> shall we? Details. <laughs> and then there was another time, like I think we stopped and uh, coming back from Florida, and we stopped in Nashville to like eat at like the Hard Rock or something like that. All I remember is at the time uh, there was a, a young a friend of mine. Well, he wasn't a friend at the time. He was kind of my my high school nemesis. Oh, wow. I think we all had we all had we all had somebody in high school did. that yes. was kind of. So I had a high school nemesis and. He burnt his back really bad. We're talking blistering. And so I just remember that because maybe because of like, ah, sucks to be you, (laughs) you know, sunscreen. And um, 
you know, so, I mean, he's a nice guy now and we talk and there's no, there's no, there's no animosity, but still you remember this is the funny things oh, that you absolutely. remember. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I went one time, uh, it was during a work conference and, you know, so they had built in time throughout the couple of days to let you go check out the city and all that kind of stuff. And they even had an event at the, at the hall of fame, which was cool. And I just remember everyone telling me, you got to go to Martin's barbecue. So I went to Martin's barbecue and, mm, Man, that was some good stuff. That that is with without question. Well, I definitely. I, I mean, I live in Louisville now, so I'm really just down 65. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nothing to get down there. So I really need to go. Um. So that would be on my to do list. Yes, so yes. that's something I definitely uh, definitely uh, want to go there since I'm so close. Yeah. For um. Sure. I mean, so that would definitely be something that I would want to do. And uh, speaking of the weather, because yes. that's what, what I trained on. Unless you have something else what you want to talk about. Yes. The on Friday looks good, but Saturday and Sunday do have the risk. I mean, we're so far out. There's still some uncertainty in the overall forecast pattern, but more heat returns, and it looks like a boundary, maybe a front, uh, tries to stall. I think whatever may form in the Gulf, yes, there's a system that's going to try to form in the Gulf. A lot of unknowns there. I don't think that works its way far or inland or even makes landfall or whatever, In or at least would it's going to eventually affect that area, the Tennessee Valley, Ohio Valley, which we're in but not for the weekend. So I think we're okay, but still moisture could be, you know, sucked up and with the boundary showers and thunderstorms can't be ruled out. Um, I would say at this point, conservatively odds of racing 60 ish, 70%. I'm, I'm not, I'm not bad. It's just a lot is uh, there's a lot that needs to come together before we can really nail it down about what's going on. But the chances there of showers and thunderstorms, and we know what I mean. I mean, it is, you know, mid June in the Southeast and it just happens. Yeah, no. Hey, well, listen, it, it sounds like, uh, you know, we'll probably see some cars going left at some point in time over, over the weekend, which is uh, a good thing there for sure. We hope so. I mean, definitely Friday, uh, any kind of, I mean, anything in the, you typically with these kind of a situation, anything in the morning typically is good. It's once you get into the afternoon. I mean, we're, I mean, you know, as well as I do, and I'm thinking about myself, oh my goodness, it's Father's Day weekend. Normally that's Michigan. Yes, it, it is. Just dawned on Michigan. me. Yes, yes. It is normally the first Michigan race. Yes. Nope. That's all right. We 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 lost See, look one at me. a new track. That's okay. Uh, you know, and I get it completely. Uh, and um, uh, you know, just all that 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 just means all that more excited for MIS in August for sure. So uh, I I am excited to see a new track. I know the fans are and all that good stuff. So uh, I'm excited for the uh, the sellout on Sunday, which is awesome. As we that's heard good. from uh, that's from Michael Lewis earlier today from Nashville on the show which is pretty sweet so that's awesome uh well sir uh you got anything else just keep up the good work Aww, all right keep thanks. up the good work Appreciate and you that. owe us barbecue that's our payment you I owe do. us I, you, you owe aaron and i a big freaking feast that's all i'm saying i i can uh you know someone uh tagged me in like this meat charcuterie board i saw that and i'm like I all right that. i've got to make that happen it's so the thing is i mean and i got a decent size smoker uh i need to borrow my neighbors as well uh to be able to you, do something of that mass quantity which uh, you know what they're needs to we, we, you know what we, here's what we should do it it's it's the it's the coolest and maybe the meanest thing we could ever do so stay bear with me on here this is this is an idea so when we do the end of year awards yes i come aaron comes you know i'm just imagining the super fans okay yeah. <laughs> you Let's, know what i'm talking about yeah. and the three of us we do the awards 
chomping down on barbecue, making a mess, yeah. giving out these awards. Listen, uh, I mean, it, it's awesome. And maybe it could, it could be whenever. a video I mean, podcast. Yes. We would put it on YouTube. Uh, absolutely, we would. There's plenty of room uh, for, uh, for and you know an overnight stay for you guys. Like, let's, I mean, hell, I'm, I'm all about making something like that happen. And then, you know, there's a, you know, maybe somebody loses a bet in football or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yes. All right. We're going to put a pin in that, Live Traffic Nation. Uh, Live Traffic Nation, make sure you follow Brian on Twitter at NASCAR underscore WXMAN and Aaron Studwell at RaceWeather. Uh, hey, man, great to catch up with you, and, and uh, we'll catch you in a couple weeks, man. Sounds good. When do we get both of us on? When's that next time that we're Ooh. both of us? We'll, uh, we'll, uh, it's been a while. We'll put a second pin in that as well. I like that. It, idea. Yes. You know, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Maybe I guess it, it would, it maybe the day, the, the Daytona race. Yeah. Oh, they, like oh, oh, oh yes. wait. Well, they don't judge July. It's another Daytona race. Yes. Is there, it's, is there anything over, what's over July 4th weekend? Oh, I believe we See. are headed to Wisconsin. I believe that's, uh, <laughs> out that way at, um, I'm drawing a blank on the name, but yeah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yes. Oh, all right, Cheese man. and beer brats and stuff like that. Yes. Aaron Rodgers. Yes, Aaron Rodgers. All right, man. We'll catch you soon. Sounds good. See ya. All right, Live Traffic Nation. Great to catch up with Brian there. All right. It is time for this week's Lucky Dog and Lap Down Picks. You guys know the drill. After race weekend, you can tweet your picks, and I will read them on the show. And as I mentioned at the start, the Wave Around Hotline is officially retired, but that's okay because it's going to open the door for some new opportunities to get you guys in the mix live on the show, which is awesome. Uh, that said, my lucky dog, couple weeks now, Kyle Larson, how could it not be? Lap down, all-star race, and that's just a personal thing. Uh, I, I went on enough rants about it, so I don't need to hone in on that again. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm ready to go back points racing this weekend, that's for sure. All right. Let's get to your tweeted responses. Scott at 1985 Wagner. Uh, lucky dog. Keselowski had it, except for Kyle Larson, who just can't lose. Lap down. Kyle Bush pit row penalty in an all or nothing race. Jeff at JBev 1789. Lucky dog. Thought it was a good race. Good package for an all-star race. Congrats again to Kyle Larson. Dang, he's on fire. Lap down. Thought it was a great night of racing. Some good fun. Brian at Storm and B81, Lucky Dog, Hendrick Strong, Fast Crew, Winning Car, Lap Down. Where was Martin Truex Jr.? He was nowhere to be found. Uh, AD3 fan at Waddell, 3 Cody, Lap Down pick for me, SHR, because of how parley they've been doing. That they have, uh, and uh, Dustin and I are going to be talking about that on Thursday. Jess at Iowa NASCAR fan, Lucky Dog Larson for his move on that last restart. Lap down, Fox's race coverage completely botched covering the pit competition. Had a concert while they showed the starting lineup with no commentary, no updates on averages before stage five. Absolute disaster. You know, Jess, and I'll say I agree. And that's just because they probably didn't even understand all the rules in the booth. Like, it was just so convoluted. Just, it, it was abysmal. That, and that, that's pretty much all I have. And I hate talking negatively. That ain't me. I'm all about bringing positivity to NASCAR. But there are just, you know, and then that's, like I said, 99% of the time. That's what I do. Uh, but that, that was just, it, that was brutal. 
in my it was hard to watch. I'm not gonna lie. Eddie at Eddie underscore eg three lucky dog Kyle Larson. The man can't be stopped right now. Lap down Toyotas outside of maybe Hamlin. They were way off. Uh, Kristen at K Hoglin seventy nine lucky dog to Larson. The guy with the Midas touch. That's awesome. I love it. Lap down to the Toyotas wasn't their night. David at D Flint fourteen lucky dog Eric Almarola for finally having something go his way. Lap down this package convoluted format i'm telling you this, we're on the same page there texas motor speedway well for being texas motor speedway matt at camper news net lucky dog larson's moving the final stage to win the race lap down matt has no lap downs he thought the racing was really exciting tonight uh white and nerdy at terry c underscore four lucky dog hendrick team lap down TMS and NASCAR putting on a show with too many rules. There was hardly any passing, too many issues with cars, lost interest after segment two. Uh, and Bob, at Jumpy Bob, lucky dog, it has to be Hendrick, number five. Uh, they found a sweet spot with the car and the driver, lap down. All those lap traffic fantasy players that have figured out in all three race series, Jumpy Bob still moving backwards 15 points a weekend. Haha. <laughs> Love it, Jumpy Bob. All right. That is going to do it for this week's A Lucky Dog and Lap Down segment. Keep them coming. I'm so excited to see what your guys' thoughts are after Nashville this weekend. All right, let's close this thing out with a little lap traffic fantasy. Just a reminder, get your picks in by 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. What's going to happen this week? Who knows? We're going to a new track. There's no trends. No trends. Closest, as Landon Castle said earlier tonight, is uh, it, it might be like Darlington. So if you need something to bait your picks around, uh, you might go uh, to uh, Racing Reference and check out some past Darlington events there. But uh, anyways, keep the Twitter, Twitter interaction up using hashtag LT Fantasy. Uh, Ten more cup races to go with everything in between for segment two before we set our uh, playoff standings there. But uh, joining me on the line right now, it's the second time on the line. He was the first to respond uh, with between a slew of about 20 different players that all had week high this week. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at JBev1789. It's Jeff Bevan. Jeff, what's up, brother? How are you? Hey, doing pretty good. How about you? I am awesome, man. Uh, we were talking uh, just a minute ago. You are amped up. You are ready to go to Pocono, which is awesome. Uh, I'm so excited you're going to be able to be there. Uh, make sure you catch Pocono on the show next week, which is going to be awesome. Uh, is that That's your home track, obviously. How many times have you been there? Man, I've been going to Pocono since uh, I think about 1994. Nice. So however many years times two. I love it. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, all right, Matt. Well, listen, so my picks this past week for the All-Star Race were abysmal. Like, I scored 69 points. I was go. I, you know, I went from 29th to 12th to 14th. So second week in a row, I've fallen back now to 32nd. Uh, your picks of John Hunter Nemechek, Austin Sindrick, Kyle Larson got you the 15 extra bonus points for a total of 120. Uh, and you now have uh, replaced me in 14th place in segment two. So uh, you're, you're making the climb, sir. Very nice. I appreciate that. It's uh Again, just like last segment, managed to dig myself a hole, but <laughs> slowly, uh, slowly. Actually, it's quicker this time. Working my way up quicker. I uh, will say it with the picks too on how I'm doing it. Yes. Well, all right. Speaking of that, let's uh, let's hit some standings here. Our top ten in segment two in first place uh, is Stephen from DFS NASCAR. Second place, Pete Curvin. Uh, two way tie for third with four ninety seven. Henry Fletcher, Jeff Rose. Uh, in fourth is Joseph Scampino. 
Uh, in fifth with 479 is Glenn Atkins. In sixth, uh, he's no stranger to the standings. He won segment one, Fred LeClaire, 478. In seventh with 476, Robert Riggs. In eighth with 470, Brett Morris. In ninth is Stephanie Borges with 469. And a two-way tie for 10th with uh, 468 between John Atwinsell and Tony Salt. Uh, that's awesome. I love the standings. They're close, all that good stuff. Bonus points. People are earning bonus points, baby. Uh, we got a two-way tie with eight bonus points between Henry and John. Uh, we've got Brad, Carson, Eddie, Fred, Joseph, and Stephanie Holler from Fast Cars and Freedom, all with five bonus points. And then there's a bunch with four, three, two, and one. Uh, I think we're up to almost three-quarters of the league now with at least a bonus point, which is awesome. And then the big standings, the cumulative standings that will set our playoff grid in first is Henry Fletcher for the second week in a row with 16.92. Fred LeClaire right behind him in second with 16.88. John Entwinsel in third with 16.68. Pete Curvin in fourth with 16.47. Jess Rose in fifth with 16.41. Josh Neal in sixth with 16.19. Uh, I am in seventh with 16.09. Glenn Atkins. Uh, Jeff, uh, you're in ninth, man, 16.02. And then Michael from blind spot wraps out the top 10 cumulative with 1601 so uh we just we just got to maintain man and and we'll we're at least going to be in the playoffs i hope i know it's uh it's right there. fred fred man he is uh fred's killing he's, good. he's killing he is good. and this is I, I i'm pretty confident this is either his first or maybe it's his second year in the league but uh yeah he's he is uh caught on quickly that's for sure and the ringer yes uh all right man you ready to make some picks yeah, absolutely. All right, lap traffic fantasy players. We are headed to Nashville for the first time in the Cup Series and the first time in the Xfinity and Truck Series since 2011. Uh, you ready for this? The last two winners in the Xfinity Series was cousin Carl Edwards and Austin Dillon. And Kyle Busch was our last truck winner that uh, are some familiar names you might recognize. What will happen when NASCAR returns to Nashville for the first time in 10 years? What will happen when Cup guys make their debut on this short 1.3-mile Super Speedway. Uh, do you keep it rolling with John Hunter Nemechek? Do you rely on a veteran in the truck series since there aren't too many notes left? Do you play it safe in the Xfinity series with Austin Sindrick or are you starting to gamble? And can Kyle Larson keep his winning streak going? We'll find out this weekend, but first, it's time for our pick. Sir, start with you, Jeff, in the truck series. Who you got? Well, new track, well, semi-new track, no notes. John Hunter Nemechek. I mean, how could you how could you pick anything but the best team? You know, right? I, I'm with you. You got to roll with the momentum, I think, with this. Uh, and especially knowing that that's such the popular pick, uh, you almost have to pick him because if you don't, uh, you know, if or if, if you do pick him and he does bad, so much of the league will have picked him as well uh, that there, it doesn't kill your weekend in case you go with that gamble that does flop and he does pull off a win or picks up another 50 points. So uh, you almost have to play that card. Uh, over to the Xfinity Series, sir. Who do you got? All right. So this one, I'm going concrete. And you said Carl. We don't have concrete Carl anymore, but we have Allgaier. So we're going to go with Justin Allgaier since he's the man at Dover. I'm hoping it translates to Nashville, but we'll see. Solid pick. 
Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll with my same thought process from the truck series, and I'm going to go with Austin Sindrick in the Xfinity series. And now the interesting one. Picks start counting again uh, after the All-Star break last week. Who are you going with in the Cup series? Well, the reason I've dug myself a hole is I'm an idiot, and <laughs> I think I, I think I picked them like once the entire year. But uh, I'm I'm riding the Larson bandwagon at this point. It, everyone else has picked them and flew past me in the standings, so I figure it's my turn. And I apologize to him because it's probably not going to work out. <laughs> now, but uh, we're going to go with Larson. See, it used to be me that was the jinx, and, and I hope I can keep avoiding that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm with you with the Larson. I've missed uh, some opportunities with him, that's for sure. Uh, I, though, I, I'm going to go with somebody that uh, – Tends to do well at new places, new things. I'm going to go with Kyle Busch uh, just because I think it will annoy people if he picks up the win uh, at the track and it's not Larson or it's not Chase Elliott that can say they've they scored the first win. It fits right up Kyle Busch's uh, alley there, so I'm going to go with Kyle Busch. Listen, the only thing I hope he doesn't do, didn't he was the one, he smashed the guitar, right? Didn't yes. he smash the guitar? Yes. Let's, let's not do that if let's he wins. Let's not again. do that. Let's not do that. I love it. Uh, all right, man. Well, listen, uh, good luck. Don't forget to send your picks in. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll talk to you again soon, man. All right. Appreciate your time. Thanks, yep. man. All right, man. We'll catch you later. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, that is going to do it for episode 245 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. Make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Lap Traffic PC. Go get over to angrybrew.com. Huge thanks to Michael Lewis with Nashville, Landon Castle, Brian Newdorf, Jeff Bevan for calling in. Don't forget bonus show this Thursday with Dustin Albino from jayski.com. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Make sure you tune in each and every week to the Lab Traffic Podcast. See ya!